Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, uh, ball piteist, <laughs> what's in the boxiest. Blow up any- dolliest? <laughs> blow up dolliest. Anyone can be a hostiest uh, recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. Ever. And ever. And welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to be here. Remember when I said uh, I was going to do a special review on Bachelor Nation? I'm still going to do that. Uh, but I don't know where that book is right now. And uh, there's a lot of boxes in this new house, and it's in one of them. And I'm going to find it. But <laughs> right now, I have no idea where it is. We or it could be at the old house still. Who knows? But anyway. We don't. We don't know. Uh, just know I didn't forget about it. I just have no idea where the book is. And I was like going to sit down to read it the other day. And then I was like, wait a minute. It's not in my bag where I thought it was. Okay, well, I guess I'm not doing it. But instead, we're going to get to talk about Katie's season. And that's very exciting because we like Katie a lot. Yeah, Katie seems pretty cool. And that's nice. I like yeah. when I can like people on this show, which <laughs> Isn't sometimes it is hard. <laughs> yeah, it's so refreshing to have like a likable bachelorette who is, as far as we can tell, unproblematic and mm-hmm. just like nice. And and as everyone was saying, sex positive. So that's cool. Yeah. That's really I guess cool. If there's one complaint we could, you know, have against Katie, and this is not her fault. This is simply how she was presented on The Bachelor. Uh, because she was the sex-positive contestant on The Bachelor, that's kind of like her main defining characteristic, right? Like, we don't know a yeah. ton about her as a person. We just know that she's the she's the dildo lady. And well, that's cool. <laughs> that's fine with me. Um, but also, I will say, I mean, I think the thing that she had going for her the most was that she's stuck up for women in the house who are getting treated poorly. Yep. Yep. And it, exactly. And She's to, got your back. Yeah. To me, it didn't seem like she was doing it to get attention or airtime. It just seemed like she didn't feel like she had an option that she had yeah. to say something. So I really liked that about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we dive into that, I think we should talk about, okay, what, what news do you have to share from bachelor nation? Oh, I Let have some, and uh, I'm guessing you have some. <laughs> uh, my news is, you know, if you ever asking yourself, what is the quickest way to financial freedom? This is a question that someone is asking themselves. Apparently, the answer is to uh, say some really dumb shit and uh, get yourself, quote unquote, canceled. Because Chris Harrison, my God, um... So for the crime of saying a bunch of dumb, insensitive crap and getting kicked off of TV, uh, what's he walking away with? A lot of money. Uh, Estimates are he's not allowed to talk about it, but the current rumors, which in the world of Bachelor Nation are are usually ballpark pretty good. Uh, 50 mil is the number that (sighs) I'm hearing. $50 million to not have to work your stupid job. Uh, and talk to like 25 year olds about their feelings. Imagine that. Uh, so, you know, it, that's <laughs> this is why when people say, 
Oh, I've been I've been canceled. You have not been canceled. You just cashed a major check for being a major douchebag. So there you go. Chris Harrison. Loaded. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like you wish that there were. I mean, this was something I was saying to my mom not long before we recorded. And I was like, I doubt he had $50 million left of work in him before he decided to retire. Yep. You know what I exactly. mean? So I'm just like, that is so fortunate for him to just be able to walk away with that much money. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, screw it's that. Screw mind-boggling. That. It yeah. really If anyone wants me to out. cancel me, uh, I, I, you know what? I'll do it for $30 million. <laughs> Wow, what a so deal. There you go. Bargain deal. basement. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that happened. Um, Matt and Rachel are back together, right? Oh, they are. And they are. Word on the street... A little birdie told me called, I don't know, probably Twitter, uh, that Rachel offered some kind of ultimatum. Oh, no, I think that was Reddit. (laughs) That sounds like Reddit. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know what kind of ultimatum she she gave him, if that is even true. But (laughs) whatever. They're back together. Fine. She Um, said, if you ever want to be with me again, you have to go to an antebellum party with me and my sorority sisters. And he said, fine. <sighs> and he was like, how about I just register as a Republican? And she was like, yeah, that's good, too. That'll do it. Um, ugh, it's just depressing. The whole thing's depressed. Like the whole Rachel thing. It's like, oh, yeah. So you were younger. You did something profoundly stupid, but it wasn't that long ago. And maybe there's room for growth. But the thing that has stuck with me throughout that entire Rachel Kirkconnell thing, um, I, you know, I was not shocked by any of it. But the fact that that. Matt said that the reason why he couldn't be with her specifically was because when he was initially upset, she didn't understand what she had done wrong or why he was upset. And that stuck with him because he said previously that he knew that she would never, you know, be able to truly empathize or understand or comprehend like what it's like to be a black man in America. And because she didn't have that level of empathy uh, that he did not see her as a long-term partner. And you know what? Here here we are, man. A pandemic got to him. And he just, he's like, I got to get back to that Kirk Connell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Ugh. So, so that's a thing that happened. Uh, Colton came out. Yeah. Yeah. And another big one. Here's the thing that's frustrating about that whole thing. Um. And this was something, it was weird because I feel like I talked about it mostly in Bravo groups, but, you know, we we have the non-Bravo related care- categories. So we talk about other, we're worldly, okay? We talk about not Bravo <laughs> sometimes too. But somebody, some, there were a lot of people who echoed the same things that I did. Like, okay, I'm glad for him that he is living his, a truer life. And that he's embracing who he is, and that's good. And probably some of the difficulties he had in the past were because he wasn't, and that's good for him. But uh, it doesn't excuse putting a tracking device on someone's car mm-hmm. uh, to, and and scaring them to the point that they get a restraining order. So, yeah. So it just, for me, it's like, because then did he is he getting a show is it is the show in production right now i heard he was he, he was talking to netflix about doing mm-hmm. something if i'm not mistaken 
Yeah, it was I, like I a really it was like not. a how to be gay show or something like that. Yeah, which <laughs> like, I don't think that's he what quite it sounded like because it was like it was something like he's gonna have a gay liaison or some shit like that, and I was like. And, and a lot of the comments were similar to what I was saying. Not that I think, I, I think that there could be a show that covers a topic like that for someone who just came out or what, you know, like, sure, whatever. But a lot of people were like, couldn't we pick someone who like didn't uh, terrorize their ex? Yeah. Someone the, who isn't an abusive an partner, someone who is capable of like basic self-reflection, um, someone who doesn't seem to be deeply interested in you know, furthering their own personal brand through their journey of growth in public. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Like, this is, yeah, I'm very happy that he came out, and I'm very happy that we could say that there was a gay man on The Bachelor in some capacity. Yeah, that's But at fun. the end of the day, he's a shithead, you know? It's just, yeah. uh, this is a, he's a, a uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, okay? This is, oh, it's, it's great vis visibility for trans people, yes. Also, Caitlyn Jenner is a shithead. Like these, these things yeah. can exist simultaneously. So yeah, I really just don't want her to say anything else about sports ever again. Ever again. Ever just again. stop, please stop. Um, and don't stop talking about running for office too, please. Ugh. Uh, no. Don't need it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like. Just because like you you came out and you're gay, that doesn't like give us amnesia. I don't know what like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but that's like that is actually and that makes sense with Caitlyn Jenner too. It's like reality show people um count on viewers to have amnesia. And this yeah. is something that they cover a lot on Real Housewives as well. Just bring it in Bravo again. Um mm -hmm. because you know it's like and I'm going through that roller coaster right now with like a new season of of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And people are like, Kathy Hilton's hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, but also like um, she, she put her daughter in like an abusive camp when she was a kid. And also her daughter's done a lot of problematic shit that she wants us to forget about. And, you know, it's just mm -hmm. it's like, wait, yeah, OK, it's. It's she is funny. She is funny. Um, but like and it's weird that she does like amateur dentistry and also does people's hair. And she's just like she's like classic eccentric rich person. But mm -hmm. also like that also reflects that she's out of touch with the rest of the world. And that should trouble us somewhat. But we're so craving a favorite. We just have to have a favorite on a show. And because everybody else on Beverly Hills pretty much sucks. Um, Kathy gets the spot, you know? And so it's just one of those weird things where it's like, yeah, well, we're just hoping that you're going to forget about that and you're going to love us again. Like, that's why, you know, Shane Dawson had like several resurrections of his career and very <laughs> possibly could have one again, you know? Yeah. And that's disturbing. But that's, but that also, here we go, full circle, that that speaks to my argument that I make all the time that people are never really canceled. <laughs> Sorry, mm -hmm. they're just never really canceled. You want them to go away so badly, but they yeah. refuse to do it, especially reality show people, YouTubers, influencers. They are like cockroaches. They're just going to come. You're just like, I thought I killed you. Um, 
or mm-hmm. Twinkies, you know, or um, what what other things can survive like nuclear fallout, you know. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so Chris Harrison. Um, okay, here's my favorite thing about the whole Chris Harrison thing, though, because one of my friends sent me, who knows, I like Bachelor Nation news, sent me a piece of news that David Spade was going to be taking Chris Harrison's spot. And while David Spade is also not a perfect human being, I actually really liked his book. Oh. <laughs> um, I can't remember when I read it. It was really good. And um, there's a lot of as, stuff that I like about as David As good as Spade. Grown Ups 2? Would you say they're on par with each other? Uh, no, I would say it's like Just Shoot Me. I really okay. liked that show. No kidding. Um, <laughs> but, well, yeah, anyway. It was, I don't know if you knew this, Kate Spade... Uh, was David Spade's sister-in-law as well. So it was, it was interesting to hear him uh, tell stories about Kate Spade as well. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, he just, he, sometimes he comes off as like a dick and it was nice to read a book where he came off more as a human. Mm-hmm. It was just really refreshing. Anyway, so I was excited and I know he's kind of, I think he is kind of a Bachelor Nation fanboy. So I think that'll okay. be interesting. And I was like, I could definitely see that. And he's definitely better than Chris Harrison. So sure. But then I just read before we started recording Titus Burgess. Um, oh, that Lil, I would like. Lil John. Uh, and who also else? Good. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find this. I, I want all these people. Just rotate no. them through. Make it like Jeopardy. We have to try Bass. them all out. Oh, Lance, Lance Bass. Bass. Yeah. So, so literally... For real, true, uh, Titus Burgess, Lil John, and Lance Bass are going to host Bachelor in Paradise, which I am here for all of that. Yeah, Very I love that. Very excited. Yeah. So I don't know. David Spade might be hosting. Sorry for the typing noises, everyone. I'm just doing real-time research here. Yeah. It's called due um, diligence. We're a very serious podcast. So we do serious research. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> Yeah, David Spade is going to do Bachelor in Paradise as well. So I think David Spade might be the main host, and then and then the other three are going to be guest hosts. Not sure. Hard to say. We'll have to see how that all pans out. But okay. I knew David Spade was the news I heard first, and then I heard about the other three like an hour ago. And I was like, ooh, this is getting better. But <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, I don't feel bad for Chris Harrison at all, at all. I don't feel not for a second, not even a little bit. I don't feel bad for him. He just walked away with $50 million and had who knows how much money before that. So like, you know, who cares? But (laughs) it must feel weird like to get let go. And then and then they're just like, literally, we'll put anyone in your job. (laughs) Yeah. Like from and this is like, you know, not to say I think I think all the people that they've chosen will make for interesting hosts and I'm excited about it. And I thought Emmanuel Acho did a great job as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just funny cuz it's just like it's like Mad Libs, like David Spade and Lil Jon and Titus Burgess and Lance Bass like all in the same sentence just sounds like I made it up. But it's yeah. real new. <laughs> it's, it's real. It's real. Yeah. And, and this is like, I mean, it's like the Oscars, right? Like people are, oh no, there's no host. Yeah. What are you going to do without Billy Crystal for two hours? Who gives a shit? Like you don't need one. It's fine. You're going to be okay. 
And especially with someone like Chris Harrison, who, I mean, he in the beginning, he was a warm body and, and just the right guy for a reality show in the moment. And that reality show just happened to mutate into, you know, a, a decades long cultural phenomenon. And here we are. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> the man is not worth 50 million in, in my eyes, but maybe no. that's just enough to pay him off from writing a tell all book. But we'll see. Yeah, ugh, ugh, that, mm, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, he's going to have other paydays. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not worried about him. I don't care. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I am, I am excited about all the host news and everything. And um, God, I feel like I had something else that I was going to say, but I've totally forgotten it. And that's fine because we should probably start talking about the season. Okay, so I will say, I mentioned this to you yesterday mm-hmm. in one of the groups I was in, we were talking about like someone had shared these bios. I wonder if I can find them. They were like on Facebook. So I think they were probably just on the bachelorette page. Let me see if I can find them. Um, but it was like, cause they were really good. And I feel like we should talk about them. It, it was like, here's some random. Fa- oh yeah, here they are. Oh, Dude, these are so weird. Okay. So on May 17th, they shared, like, here's some things you might not know about about these guys. And um, hold on. Let me just scroll down to it because I'm just getting one picture. God, they really do post a lot. And does anybody really look at these? I guess some people. Gosh, you know, it's, it's sad though, when there's like a, a, like one and a half million people like this page and you get 256 likes, like, or, oh, 69. Nice. Um, that's just the state of social media these days. It's hard. It's hard to get out there on Facebook. I tell you what. Um, but there was, there was this, this is just me, um, buying time. Okay, here we go. Meet the men on Katie's season of The Bachelorette. And here's some of the facts. So like, we'll start with Aaron. I'm not going to read all of these. You can find this on May 17th on The Bachelorette's page if you want to read all of them. But here's like the random facts about about these men. So <laughs> his is favorite holiday, Halloween, has one tattoo, his family's initials on his neck. Biggest fears, rats and saber-tooth tigers. What? I don't think he has to worry about those. I don't think he has to worry about those. Is there anyone you want me to look up to share with you? Um, I would like to know the uh, facts and or origin stories of two people. Okay, I'm specifically. ready. Okay. Uh, one is Brandon Torres. Oh, sure. Who I believe is a vampire from the 90s. He's like, a, I don't know, like a, a interview with the vampire, but like, it's Andrew Keegan or something. So <laughs> I, I need to know more about him. He has okay, the saddest so, eyes. So first, so Brandon, 27 from Queens, New York. He's an auto parts manager, which I Love would that. have never guessed. No, my um, man does not look like he works for Napa. And that makes sense because if you are a vampire trying to hide who you truly are and blend in, you take a, you know, a, just a retail job like that. So this, yeah. this tracks. Yeah. Undercover. Um, uh, if if anybody listens to uh, Judge Sean Hodgman, this is going to be like that segment, Dracula or no. <laughs> That's what this is. Um, loves Japanese and Korean R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, 
finds joy hitting the open road on a motorcycle. Wait, backtracking on that first one. I like that he's like, I'm not a K-pop stan, okay? I like mm-hmm. Japanese and Korean R&B. I just really it's want totally to different. differentiate. I'm not one of those fanatics on Twitter, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes. Okay, so, I have some I have some fan camps, okay? Some. <laughs> just some. I would say as far as far as that goes, um liking K-pop and Japanese R&B probably not a vampire trait, but denying and distorting who you truly are to like hide hide a part of your who you are i mean that's that's a vampire move so trash yeah and motorcycle you know who else drives a motorcycle blade you know who blade is blade's a vampire blade is a vampire um and then his other fact is loves to attend the occasional rave Mm-hmm. where he yeah. sucks people's blood okay yeah absolutely uh, this is, yeah, 100% Brandon Torres is a vampire. So we got it. Um, some of the comments are pretty good. Um, not of, all of them are appropriate, maybe. But someone someone said, this is Jeremy Jam, and you can't convince me otherwise, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> not that he looks anything like Jeremy Jam, but I just like thinking about that. So that's the comment I'm going to read right now. And, okay, what... Who else do you want to know? About? I got I got one other one. I'm ready. So Brandon Torres is a, you know, he's he's looking for love, but he's a vampire. He's not necessarily a bad guy. A guy who, and this is not based on his personality, anything he said, anything he's done, uh, simply his appearance and the uh the job description below his name uh during the episode. So I would like to know about Jeff. Caravello, aka the surgical skin salesman from well, Jersey City, New Jersey. First of all, I think you are a hundred percent able to judge him because he was also the RV guy. Oh, was that the, that was the same guy? Okay, yeah. yes, okay. he so, has killed and he will kill again. So here's okay. Here's his bio: <laughs> skin salesman. It's just like a terrible. They really did him dirty with. This was something we talked about when when these bios were going around. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just like he sells surgical skin for like burn victims and stuff. So that's like a noble job, but the RV thing is really what, uh, like, and that it was dirty was like the gross thing to me. So anyway, super gross. So here's his, here's his, uh, uh, bio wishes. He could be a CIA agent. Mm. Okay. Lives for good Italian food. All animals love him. Uh huh. I bet until he skins them. Uh, until he skins them. Yeah. Oh, what does he like? Uh, he likes uh, toppling left wing governments in Central America. He wants to be a CIA. Um, he likes taxidermy, hence the animal thing. What was the second part of his personality? He likes Italian food. Uh huh. Because he's a mafia fanatic. See all this tracks. He's a murderer. <laughs> yeah, just a murderer. Okay, so everybody's favorite, it seems like, except for mine, and we'll go to mine in a minute. But everybody's favorite seems to be Greg. Greg. I don't even remember Greg. This is my favorite part of of the <laughs> podcast too, because uh, dear listeners, for the next six weeks, you'll be like, so this guy, it'll be like, who that? What guy? <laughs> okay, Greg was the guy from New York, youngest of four. He loves his nieces and nephews. He was like, oh, everybody's getting married except for me, and he's from New Jersey. And oh like, yeah, okay. Yeah. 
he got the ro- he got the rose, doesn't he? Didn't yeah. He? yeah, 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 yeah. He got okay. the first impression rose. Okay, so Greg is like a favorite. Here's his here's his bio. Cries during movies. <sighs> All right. Um, Whoop de do. Congratulations. I just, I just feel like guys say that. Like I don't care if you cry during the movie. I think it's sweet, but it's just like I feel like guys say that to like make a girl be like, oh, that's so nice. And so it just drives me nuts. Anyway, uh, biggest pet peeve is slow drivers has road rage. Mm-hmm. Dreams of seeing LeBron James play basketball in person. That's like a very attainable dream. That's like, Yeah, you can do that. Like, like you, can you can basically do that, do that like easily. anytime you want. Yeah. Like you just need to save up money. Like that's your dream. Do you even need to save up money? He could probably just like, he could buy some cheap seats, like 20 bucks, man. I That'll just get you to the stadium. Dreams of seeing LeBron James play basketball in person. That tells me that you dream small and you, you aren't doing enough with your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. his other aspirations are making a peanut butter sandwich and waking up tomorrow. So he's. Yeah. It's like, wow. He likes amazing. achievable goals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's. Okay. Here's one of the bios that I liked a bunch, but he didn't really. Um, grab me necessarily in this first episode. And that was John. He's a bartender. Um, he's a vegetarian. He thinks swing dancing is so much fun and he so looks like it. And <laughs> he loves the smell of fireplaces. I just think that's like sweet. Like he seems like a sweet, a sweet and very guy. like idiosyncratic, like quirky stuff too. Like it's, it's a lot more interesting than, you know, I cry during movies. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. Let me stand up. Give you a round of applause, pal. So my personal favorite, and I got to go all the way to the end for this one because they're in alphabetical order by first oh, name. Okay. But my, my all time favorite person who is not going to make it because that never, it never works out for never me. Never works. Um, is Trey. Trey is my favorite. He's the one who came in a ball pit in the back of a pickup truck. Oh God. I loved it. I thought it was so sweet. Here's the deal. He's barely has an Instagram. He's got five posts on there. And like the first one was like two and a half years ago. Yes, I looked at his Instagram. And (laughs) one of those five posts was a happy Mother's Day post. So he's a good son. And um, here's his bio. Favorite activity is brunch and book club. Okay. Um, Loves the harmonica. (laughs) It's so sweet. Is irrationally terrified of piranhas, which I think is actually a very rational fear. Yeah. What's irrational about being afraid of piranhas? I'm just like, why do you think that's... Well, maybe because he lives in Georgia. And he's like, well, I wouldn't encounter a piranha here. So maybe that's why he thinks it's, you know. Yeah. He thinks there's piranhas Um, in non-piranha places. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's like, I won't go in the pool because there's a piranha there. Like, that would get a little... Uh, silly, but he's very sweet. I liked the, I really thought the ball pit thing was cute. And I wonder how long he was laying in that, in that truck bed. (laughs) Like, I just, I've been thinking about that and like him, like, you know, balling up his fists and being like, Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to jump out of this ball. Like, and that just makes me (laughs) feel sweet. He's a software engineer. And I actually looked this up. He works for home Depot or as oh. we say in in our house, Homie Depot, because of that little girl who like put lipstick on herself. And I, 
anyway, if anyone knows that meme, <laughs> Homey Depot. Um, but yeah, so he works at Home Depot as at, at their headquarters as a software engineer. So he's got a good job. He likes brunch and book club and and he's really close with his family and he's got a really nice smile and he just seems like a sweet young man. So, so I, he's my favorite and he's not going to make it. No, no. Ball pit guy's not going to make it. He's going to get steamrolled. Ball pit guy is so not going to make it, but he's no. so cute to me. Well, aside from my beautiful vampire, my beautiful sad vampire, who from the beginning, you could tell he's not he's not going anywhere. Um, I've got I've got two faves, okay, one actual me. fave and one person who I think is going to be just like, a, you know, the people who. It's like when you grab the grocery cart with the broken wheel, but you just keep going with it for too long before you can't take it anymore. Uh-huh. I got a guy like that too. So okay, tell my, me. my guy that I think is going to do well, um, I, I like him because as a former educator and, and a current cat enthusiast, uh, he represents a lot of my interests. And that's, uh, that's Connor, the math teacher who dressed like a cat. Uh, so he's, He's good. Okay. He's got that going. All right. Let's go and to then, Connor. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. Let's look him up. Let's look. Let's him talk up. about Connor for a second. Now, wait, real quick. Let me go back to my notes, too. Is Connor. OK, so here's the thing that I don't like about Connor right away. OK, Um, is that <sighs> Connor's got to pick one thing and stick with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He can either teach math or be a cat. He can't. No, do no. Both. There's three things. Here's the deal. Here's the thing that, and, and it's Connor B, because there's Connor B and Connor C, and Connor C only has one N in his name, and also, uh, his bio just sucks. Loved his puka shell necklaces growing up. Shut up. Anyway, so, so here's the thing with Connor B, and all the alarm bells are going off for me with Connor B. Okay. I, now, and this is okay. This is coming from someone who does eight things at the same time. <laughs> And I'm mm-hmm. telling him to pick one thing, and I understand. <laughs> From someone who has never picked one thing in their life. <laughs> I understand the hypocrisy in that. But also, I'm not trying to be on a TV show, okay? Here's the thing that I'm worried about. He's like, hey, I'm Connor, and I'm a math teacher, but I live in Nashville, and I'm also a musician. Mm. Got my eye on you, Connor. I got yeah. the uh, my eye. But here's the good thing, is he didn't lead with his music. He led with a cat costume. Although, why wouldn't he come in with like a blackboard and like do some, you know, like you plus me equals us, that's calculus shit. Like, I don't understand <laughs> why he wouldn't do that. Because oh. um, <laughs> he's 29. It might have just missed him. Yeah, I think he missed the boat on that one. <laughs> but here's his, okay, here's his bio. Ugh. All right. Is the proud owner of his own tux. I don't know. Uh, claims he can eat cereal faster than anyone. That's interesting to me. <laughs> what does that look like? I hate. I don't it. care much for the tux thing. What kind of weird it. flex is that? The and then, cereal thing is very strange, and I'm interested. And then here's his dream again: attainable. I don't understand. Um, dreams of going to Italy and eating pasta. You can do that, Connor. Exactly. I mean, it's like, not as it's it's slightly more expensive than going to a basketball game for twenty dollars. Um, but there's a, Italy is a reasonably cheap place to travel to. Um, you can get decent flights. Uh, you know, 
you stay in a hostel if you need to save money. Even on a teacher's salary, you can make that happen. You it's know, it's very doable. You know what? You put you put away you put away ten dollars every day, every day, Connor. You put away ten dollars, and by the end of the year, you will have more than enough for a fabulous Italian getaway. Okay, that's my advice to you, sir. Stop eating avocado toast, Connor, and then maybe mm-hmm. you could go to Italy and eat that's pasta right. instead. You dang millennial. That's what um, we're saying. <laughs> yeah, you 29-year-old so-and-so. Anyway, um, yeah, so Connor. Okay, who's the other one? Okay, so this is, and every season has a guy like this where you feel like there's absolutely no chance in hell that they can win. But they stick around because they have they're just goofy enough and just funny enough that they're kind of the court jester in a sense. Um, And that is Hunter Montgomery. I knew you were going to say Hunter. Okay, a man who cannot tie a tie to save his life (laughs) and spent the entire time just sweating and being worried about how well he was doing. He is the human embodiment of anxiety, but he has a strong (laughs) jaw and just a likable demeanor. He's going to crash and burn in like week six. But yeah, so go ahead with his uh, his biography. <laughs> his biography is actually really good. So he's a software strategist from Houston, Texas. He's one of the older uh, fellows on the show. He's 34. Um, he has a parakeet named Zazu. What? Okay. <laughs> Favorite pastime is people watching. Same, same. Yeah. Totally relatable. Uh, and never ridden a horse. <laughs> okay, so he's he's relatable and weird. Just a, <laughs> just a guy with a big bird, like sitting on a park bench, staring at people. And then a, a girl comes up to him and and is like, "Wow, tell me about yourself." And he says, "Well, I've never ridden a horse." <laughs> This great. is like you're doing one of, great, Hunter. This is like one of the best comments was when one of your most interesting qualities is that you've never done something that a lot of other people have also never done. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful, wonderful. I'm I'm glad though that we've been doing this show long enough where you instantly know who my like you know crash and burn I, I was favorite like, is going to be Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Because right at the end, when he was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make I was like, oh, my God, I can't stand him. Uh, yep, yep. Anyway, so and someone said, <laughs> People love ne- him. <laughs> never ridden a horse and yet is from Texas. Like, hmm, not sure. Uh, yeah. So funny. OK, let me just quick. Let me just quick page through these and make sure there's not. I mean, most of these oh, sucked is my there's, point. There's one more that I need. OK. Oh. And this is important because I am I, I was just like immediate like alarms, red flags. Long hug guy? Long hug guy? Uh no long hug guy also creeped me out. I had completely forgotten about him. Most of these guys just blend together in my head into one. Long hug guy creeped flop. me out so bad. And I've got him queued up right now. So can we okay. talk about Give me give me the long give me the long hug and then we'll okay, go with my dude. This is kind of my favorite way to recap the first episode, because otherwise it's really hard. Anyway, so <laughs> Because you're just like, here comes a guy and then another guy and then another guy comes, you know, so this is I'm enjoying this anyway. So long hug guy, Gabriel from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's an entrepreneur. Okay, unemployed. This guy is a douchebag. Absolute douche. Okay, here's here's his bio. Doesn't like athleisure. Go fuck yourself. Um, what does that even mean? <laughs> that means I don't want to see you in joggers. 
Oh. Like. Mr. Formality Sir, over here. we've been through a pandemic. I will wear joggers whenever I damn well yeah. please. Ask me the last time I wore pants because I don't remember. Yeah. Jerk. Anyway. Um, plays tennis. What do you play tennis in? A full suit? You don't like athleisure. No, nope, doesn't not not in athletic wear, not at all. Nude <sighs> tennis, unbelievable. Uh, favorite James Bond is Sean Connery. Mm-mm. Oh come on, of Mm-mm. course it is. Mm-mm. Of course, that's not interesting. Mm-mm. That's the default answer. What? Oh my gosh! Just say Timothy you're Dalton. a misogynist and be done with it. For God's <laughs> sake, like, ugh, like. Sorry, you know. Listen, the best James Bond is actually Sean Connery's brother who was in a uh, an Italian James Bond ripoff movie. Whoa, so what? that's that's real. Oh. Yeah, Google that. Google Sean Connery's brother. I was just going to I mean, I was just going to say Daniel Craig cuz I feel like he's the only one I would actually hang out with. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. But but actually my favorite my favorite James Bond is has not even been James Bond yet. He's just James Bond in my heart and soul, and that's Idris Elba. <laughs> he's my favorite, uh, but he hasn't been one. Okay, Neil Connery. Yeah, right. Neil Connery. Because Sean his Connery said a lot Bond. of really effed up stuff about women. Mm-hmm. So we don't like him. I don't like him. I think it's weird that in Highlander, he played a guy named Rodriguez, and he's got a very thick Scottish accent, so... Explain that one. I just, I can't with him. Um, (laughs) But of course, this guy is like, well, I play tennis, but I don't like athleisure. Like, Mm. and it's like, he obviously is just like a trust fund kid, right? Yeah, he's a total wiener, for sure. And and the thing is like, but he's not owning it like Bennett did. So it's like Mm -hmm. not as cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as funny. Yeah, Bennett exactly. was like, Bennett was LOL, a I'm a rich asshole, you know, and you're like, yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, this just yeah. kind of sucks. And uh, and someone said uh, his daddy definitely has a yacht and he owns more than one pair of boat shoes. And another mm-hmm. really good comment was this dude's love language is mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> I could see okay. that. Anyway, okay. so who, who was the other one you wanted me to look at? This up? is one where... Nothing about his like personality or anything he said or did on the show seemed to alarm me too much. Obviously, this is the first episode, so to make a big negative splash, you kind of got to go out of your way. Uh, but based on his job alone, I am deeply concerned about Carl Smith, motivational speaker. Oh, Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk Don't about Don't like it. Don't like a motivational speaker. Okay, here's the thing. This is okay, and I was immediately comparing Carl to other motivational speakers we've had on the show because we have had a few more mm-hmm. aspiring motivational speakers, right? Like, yeah, those are um, good too. So here's okay, Eric. I love Eric. We'll always love Eric. I love that he invoked who moved my cheese when he was on TV. Like, I think he did that in Bachelor in Paradise. It's criminal. That he was barely featured on the Winter Games. I still am not over that. Because (laughs) I love Eric. I really do. And it was cool to see him, you know, blossom and develop uh, on Rachel's season. I thought we saw, like, real character development from him. He's just, like, I think he's really lovable. Maybe 
um, not ready for serious relationships, but definitely lovable. And his motivational, like if you go on his, I'm sure he's still doing it. I haven't been on his Instagram in a while. I'm sure he's still doing it. But it's like when you go on his posts and stuff, they just feel genuine. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I feel like this is all he knows how to do. Like, this is just the way he talks. (laughs) <laughs> like in these <laughs> in these posters, you know, and, yeah. and I, it endears me to him, to him. And I just really like him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl. Yeah, it doesn't feel as genuine, but maybe it's just because we don't know him well enough, because sometimes that happens. Right. Like. Sure. Yeah. Um, You you see someone on the show and you're like, oh, this guy is not great. And then and then you get six episodes in like boy band manager who would like that and then i'm like kenny's my favorite um (laughs) yep like it happens um so here's his bio his favorite holiday is new year's day when you have a hangover that's no good he's probably like well that's when i start fresh and do my vision board and set my goals said by someone who pulls that shit but this year i made cinnamon rolls was better um (laughs) i agree i ate some yeah they were good uh loves to play chess of course, um, speaks both English and French, but he lives in Miami, Florida, like, so useless language could be a lot more practical to speak Spanish, but not as, you know, elite. (laughs) Yeah. You know what this, this reeks of You, you ever met a person who doesn't own a TV and you know, they don't own a TV because they, they like to tell, talk about it. They really like talking about how they don't own a television. Yeah. He does. He does seem like that guy who doesn't Uh own a tv um i just really didn't like that um that whole thing that (laughs) that that, whole thing that whole poster thing the like oh it's princess and the cat and look it's a vibrator and i was just like ugh, yeah not great like he's like i paid somebody that i found on a facebook ad to custom make this for you I paid someone on Fiverr. <laughs> oh my I don't god! Know. It just it just kind of felt like that. Yeah, um, I not into him. Not into him. Yeah. Okay. So okay, and here's here's someone I was excited about, and then when he pulled a shtick, I got mad, and now he's got to win me over again, and I want him to win me over again, mm-hmm. but I'm worried that he won't. And that's Andrew S., the pro football player from Vienna. And I, I don't even remember him. Okay. I got to Google so a picture now. So here's the deal. Andrew, I think he could make it really far. I, I feel like they set him up in a way where they're like, yeah, he's going to make it really far. And I thought he was really cool. And then when he did his whole shtick, I was like, I feel like this was bad. And I think Katie also thought it was bad. Uh-huh. Um, cause, okay. So at the beginning, he was one of the guys at the beginning who like did a little thing before we met all of them. And he's, he was doing the whole, like, I burn for you stuff. And I was like, okay, that's kind of fun. I like that, uh-huh. you know, like kind of like nerdy in a, 
uh, fake British way. Okay. But then <laughs> when he when he said hi to Katie and he was like using a fake British accent, it was just kind of strange. Yeah, it's like, kind of cringy. Yeah, I was yeah, it was like full body cringe. And then he was like, I'm from Chicago. And then she was like, I knew it was fake. And I was like, oh, and then she's like, but it's good, but it's good. And I'm like, you didn't think it was good. And his bio says, can imitate accents from around the globe. And the fact that she was like, I thought that was fake. I was like, that's not very good. You know, um, oh my gosh, is very close with his 96 year old grandmother. That's good. Makes the best margaritas. Okay. Like, what? And it's I, like three ingredients. What do you, but it's cute. I mean, it's what if whatever. He uses a bottle of mix and, oh, Ugh. I don't even know what to say to that. Then I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. But he, seems like a good guy i just think that that bit wasn't good and it's one of those things that like made a like you know alarm bells go off for me where i was like is he like you know like i don't know like a red flag relationship guy you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. if if you start your first impression with a lie that's what i'm trying to say is he like a pathological liar like i don't know So that could be fun because he seems really perfect, right? He's like a pro football player. He's worldly. He's close with his family. He's not as good at accents as he thinks he is, but he's cute. So we'll give him a pass. He looks good in a turtleneck. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what if, what if he ends up being the villain? You never know. You never know on this show. Sometimes it's like the sweetest ones, but he probably will do fine. And I, I think he will redeem himself because Katie seemed to get along with him too. And like, he seems like a nice guy. I just, I was just like, Ugh, why did, uh, who told, what producer told you that was a good idea? They lied to you. They wanted to make <laughs> you look like an asshole and mission accomplished. Like it was yep, just really bad. So that was one where I was like, oh, I really was rooting for him before the show. And then I was like, I don't, think that that went so well um oh god there was one oh and okay i wanted to look up uh courtney because he was like clearly trying to do a thing like he, he was trying to do like a poem type of a, a deal when he was introducing oh, yeah. himself that was it, real bad it was just kind of strange but he is like really good looking god that's a good thing he is yeah, I think I think he's super cute. Um and his but I wanted to look up his his job, his actual job because his title, I'm trying to find. I'm I'm going through. I still can't believe that Greg's dream is to go see LeBron James. <laughs> I can't. You know what they say, dream small. I can't deal with Courtney, that. Courtney, wasn't he another entrepreneur? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like I think it was like nutrition entrepreneur. So I'm wondering, uh, is he in a an MLM or does he I really thought. have a business? You he's, know, he's selling me uh, tummy tea on Instagram. This is what I'm wondering, and that's what I wanted to look up because because sometimes okay, here we go. Yeah, um, Google oh, does Courtney sell tea that makes okay. you poop? He owns he owns a company, an actual company. Okay, that's right. actually kind of cool. So he owns a company called Iron Muscle Nutrition. It's a supplement company, not regulated. Uh, I mean, none of them are. Uh, But he says clinically dosed, GMP Mm. certified, whatever that means, uh, no artificial dyes or preservatives, and 24-7 customer support. And 
I mean, he's actually got like this isn't like he just started this company. They've yeah. got like 35,000 followers on Instagram. Okay, that's legit. So there's like people using this stuff, you would guess unless they bought all their followers, but hard to say. <laughs> also um, possible. Yeah, but they they have like I don't know. They have a decent amount of it looks like they've got maybe powders and also like capsules. And they seem to have, they've got like, you know, pre-workout stuff and, you know, whatever. So that's cool. It's not like he's like doing beach body or some shit like that. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an actual company. Um, good for them. Good for them. Yeah. And let's see. Oh, interesting. Well, wait, does he still work for them? maybe he doesn't oh what's going on here okay okay oh this is interesting oh whoa this is weird all right um oh maybe i don't know okay so here's the deal on february 1st on instagram under iron muscle nutrition's instagram page um they have a they have like a letter that they wrote and it's um in comic sans okay (laughs) Uh, (laughs) upsetting iron muscle fam. As many of you know, we have repurchased all outstanding shares in our company. While this was not the easiest decision. We know it was right. The right one. We want to first and foremost, thank Casey for all his help with marketing our brand over the last couple of years. We know that both of our brands have grown stronger with our relationship. We're forever grateful for the friendship we have with Casey and will always be cheering loudly for him and his future. That being said, we're more dedicated than ever to bringing the best products to market and are so excited for the future growth of both Iron Muscle Nutrition and you, our extended family. 2021, let's do this. This was in February. When did they hmm. film The Bachelorette? Um, September, maybe? No. Really? No. No, no, no. They filmed they, they finished was like into the fall. So he finished up oh. in like September, October. And then wasn't that right? He is still no. he is still the owner of Iron Muscle Nutrition. So okay. this must Confirm. have been somebody that he partnered with. Yeah, I'm on his um I'm on his Instagram. Um wow, and he graduated he graduated only like two years ago. So that's pretty impressive. Hmm. That he just like came out of that and was like, I'm going to start this nutrition company. I mean, like, that's kind of cool. So, um, I mean, gosh, this is got to say, um, and he's getting in stores like, Hmm. I mean, he must've been like a business school guy, right? I mean, must've been. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And he like, looks like it too. He, he like, he like looks like those guys. I'm going to, I'm going to use a university of Wisconsin, Milwaukee reference really quick. Um, he looks like those guys who would walk through Lou Byron suits. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred percent guy on a college campus in a suit who is in no way affiliated with the administration. Yeah. That's yeah. Business school. But it also says biology nerd in his bio. So maybe he was like a double major Dallas, Texas, faith filled owner, iron muscle nutrition. So anyway, I'm actually, okay, I kind of like Courtney more knowing that he has like a legit company and he's not just like a cringe poet, (laughs) some guy. And also, okay, so here's another guy with an attainable dream. Here we go. (laughs) Um, Scuba diving 
is at the top of his bucket list. I'm sorry, where does he live? Dallas. Dallas. He can that's a quick that's a day trip, sir. He could go to Mexico and scuba yeah. dive. Real quick. Yeah. It really wouldn't be hard. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Attainable dream. Attainable dream. He started his own company, had a partnership, dissolved a partnership, and he only graduated two years ago. But and he's he, like, I, maybe one day I'll scuba dive. Maybe. <laughs> That's kind of, I mean, I, I guess know he's it's been a long busy. Shot. He's been busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he got on a reality TV show. He oh, he runs a company. <laughs> Who's running the company now? And he's like, what's going on? He, he still is. He's still the owner. He's still he's the owner. Ta- he's taking cell phone calls out back to make business decisions. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure somebody else is helping. Well, I mean, it sounds like maybe that guy was around until maybe, I don't know, maybe he didn't make it that far. I don't know. We'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Um, But really interesting. Yeah. Interesting to see. Um, Wow. I don't know. But yeah, but he's, he wonders if all school would, I'm not the only one who thought nutrition entrepreneur meant that he sold an MLM because someone else said he sells either Herbalife or Thrive. Definitely. Yeah. That's what I figured. Um, and um, and then someone said that he was maybe the virgin of the season. No, he's not. We should talk about the virgin of the season. Um, <laughs> his perfect night is a bonfire with s'mores, music, and dancing. Oh, lovely. That's sweet. He loves to country line dance, which um, I would snark on, but like I used to sit in my, or well, not sit, I used to hang out in my room and learn line dances. So I can't say shit. (laughs) Um, So I would actually think that's it. And he's, and he's from Dallas. So it's like, you've either got to like two step or line dance or both. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like polka in Wisconsin. Like if you don't know how to polka, it's like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) What are you doing? Um, And polka is a dance for drunk old people. So it's really not that hard to grasp if you do it a few times. Right. No, I'm saying he definitely um, is doing the better stuff. I feel really bad that a lot of people are saying they think he's an MLM hun. That's because I felt the same way. I'm sorry, Courtney. I had you all wrong. You and it's not hard to find you, and it's clearly your own company, and like good for you. Now, if you end up starting to have a downline, I take back everything I said. Everything. Mm. (laughs) So you watch it. Don't. Don't build a team like that. <laughs> then I'm going to hate you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, he seems like a really good dude. So, yeah, I'm wondering. I wonder how the rest of the season's going to go for him. He's very good looking and obviously accomplished. So he'd be a good one to keep around if, uh, you know, if she knew all that. I don't know if she does. Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know how far she gets. <laughs> That's the problem with a lot of these guys, too. I always wonder, like. If you spent 10 minutes talking to one of these people in a normal situation, it's like how much better would they fare in a relationship with you? Yeah. Some of these guys probably, yeah. All, AKA all of Sammy's favorites probably would have done better had, had yeah. the women only known. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like, why would you not pick a man who has extensive knowledge of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and mm-hmm. also looks good shirtless? Mm-hmm. Hello? Like... Great combo. You don't get that too often. Fantastic. All right. So let's talk about Mike, um, who is the virgin. Um, Right? Because there's Mike and Michael. 
Yeah, which one? Yeah. Okay, so we because yeah, there's there's Michael A. and then the other Michael. I, I don't even know that they both have like brown short hair and like I so, don't know. They're just general white guys. <laughs> so Michael is from Akron and he's a business owner. He's thirty seven. Okay, he's old. Okay, I mean yeah, not old, but he's this, older for this show. This is the not virgin, um, and. He makes a mean plate of dino nuggies. Does he? Does it say nuggies specifically? It says there? nuggies. Mm, no, you know what? I like dinosaur chicken nuggets as much as the next guy, but uh, <laughs> I have enough dignity to not call them nuggies. I know. I didn't say it. He said it. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I get to call out Mike A instead of Sammy, the co-host. <laughs> I didn't say nuggies. He's the yeah. one who has a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's got okay. a four-year-old son. This was what I son. thought was weird about Michael. Okay, that let's he's talk a virgin, about- but he has a four-year-old son? <laughs> Immaculate conception. Um, <laughs> uh, no, this is what I think is weird about Michael is um, he led with his dog. This was so strange to me. It's like, it, it felt like he was like leading Katie down a deceptive path on purpose. Like he was like, oh, you miss your you know your cat or whatever and he's like i've got a dog and she's like well it's my fur baby and he's like i had an actual baby (laughs) it's just like so (laughs) strange (laughs) and she's like but he actually seems kind of sweet so i'll i'll reserve judgment for now um his other bio elements are prefers the mountains over the beach which Mm -hmm. is also suspicious um and loves 90s r&b and rap music Okay. Well, so he's just sitting in his in his house with his four year old, listening to nineties R and B and rap, and eating Dino Nuggies with his four year old. Yeah, as one does. That's like pretty normal. Um, but yeah, so yeah, someone said he's thirty seven, and you market him in association with Dino Nuggies. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, but here's but then we have Mike, who's the virgin, and he's thirty one. Um. Yeah. That's, I mean, he's, he's been a virgin for a while, it seems. Yeah. That's- <laughs> and now he's a gym owner in San Diego, California, and he's got a big old cross around his neck. Like, oh, he Lord. didn't know he was a virgin. And here's his, here's his bio. His goal is to visit 100 countries. Now that's a goal. That's a real goal. That is a legit goal. There you Absolutely. go. That's how you do it. That sounds like a fun goal to try to reach. I, You could spend your whole life trying to do it. I think that's very cool. Um, so, so good for him for that. Here's his other bio parts. Does not like dessert. What? No. Yeah. Is he, So he's got to be hardcore Jesus person. If he doesn't like dessert or sex... That means he he loves. He's like it's he sinful. Loves Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, occasionally describes himself as basic. Well, I mean, uh, I guess it's good to be honest with yourself. But let's let's think of more descriptive words, buddy. Come on, chuggy. Use chuggy at least. Chuggy's the new one. Go with the chuggy. I really, you know, what's funny is like chuggy started two years ago, but we're all too chuggy to know it. Yep, that's it. <laughs> it's, it's like so ironic. Um. Okay, so those so those are kind of the ones that I that really kind of stood out to me, I guess. I don't feel like I'm missing anybody. I'm like looking no, through to make sure. That's pretty much it. And I and I think like 
there was that guy from Baltimore. Um, we didn't get to know him too much, but he seems cool. Um, Justin. Um, and Justin. actually, I liked his bio more than others. Um, he's an investment sales consultant. Oh, that was the painter. He's the painter, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wrote wow, wow, wow on my on my uh, notes because I <laughs> thought it was very sexy that he was such a good painter. So he's an investment sales consultant and a painter. And his favorite artist of all time is Basquiat. And if he oh. could be any superhero, he would be Black Panther. And he does not like to dance. And I'm okay with all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I support you, Justin. I, so I'm just saying, I think Justin, um, we didn't see a lot of him, but they did show him in the beginning. And I feel like he'll make it pretty far. So, yeah. yeah like, and and yeah, you just, you just show a woman that you can paint like that. She's going to keep you around for a while. Like, smart. So, uh, sorry, yeah. I almost missed Justin. He did catch my eye. Uh, during the during the beginning, I just Hunter never ridden a horse. <laughs> oh my god, I just can't deal with it. Like, yeah, okay. Well, and then here's the other. Oh, go ahead. Oh no 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 go no you go ahead. Here's the other thing. I couldn't believe that Katie was like, they're all tens, and I was like, are you looking at what I'm looking at? <laughs> I don't feel like they're all tens. Like, no, I mean, you got a lot of six and a half. They seem fine. And like, there's some really cute guys, but all tens like, mm, yeah, I don't know about it. I don't know about that either. Um, I just scrolled past David. I don't feel like we learned anything about David. He's another guy from Nashville. Oh, he was the one who lives in Nashville, but he said he was a New Yorker. And I was like, oh, um, I was like really confused about that, but he was on the, but he's got a good bio. Um, okay. Eh, a little good. Really just the good part is, was on the debate team in high school. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like that. Uh, but then he was like, his favorite boy band is in sync. And I was like, wrong Backstreet Boys. And then, um, his favorite food is New York city pizza, which is like, that's pretty basic. Yeah. Floppy yeah. pizza. No, thanks. But Detroit pizza all day. Yeah. Detroit pizza is the best pizza. And if you don't get that, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so sorry. Is Cody the um blow up doll guy? Um, I'm gonna have to look at a picture. I, I just know these guys by faces. Oh, I can't even tell. Um I just Cody. Googled them though and it says he's a zipper sales manager. Yeah, isn't what that, that means? such a weird <laughs> like the blow up doll thought- thing is so stupid too because it's it's so much more like I don't know. The, the the dildo thing on TV is like fun, funny, whatever. Oh, vibrator lady, you know, whatever. That's fun. And good for Katie. But like just bringing a blow up doll is it's it's super like just frat boy. OK, if you want to go there, Cody. All right. You want to take us to the next level. You need to bring your fleshlight or your pocket pussy with you. And you bring that on The Bachelor. I'm that's just, that's the one to one. Right. I'm just looking to make sure it was it was Cody. I think Yeah, it otherwise was. I'm telling a person who didn't bring yeah. a blow up doll that they need to bring a flashlight to the bachelorette and maybe that's not what Cody needs to hear. No, it was Cody. It was Cody. Okay, now, good. is he the also okay. We're really doing this one all over the place, but I hope you all enjoy it. I I'm enjoying it. So, <laughs> you enjoy it too. Now, Cody, I think he was also the one. Now I missed this somehow. And today um on a break, I was like scrolling through my 
you know, like a BuzzFeed list or something of like, here were some of the best tweets about The Bachelorette from last, you know, from Monday night or whatever. And I missed, I think it was Cody and Mm -hmm. someone else, but I don't remember who, um, like the shortest fight ever where it was like, I don't like you. Do you remember this? This here, like, yeah, the random. Okay, here we go. The random bachelorette premiere beef could be fitness bro drama. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. I thought it was, I thought maybe it was, um, is it Andrew? Let me see. Like I missed the, oh, it was Aaron. Um, I, I missed this whole thing. I didn't even see it happen. Mm-hmm. But, and I asked my mom, I said, did you catch that? I said, I was making dinner and I like, I obviously missed the 30 seconds in which this happened. But yeah, I probably blinked and missed it too. Cause right. it, the montage at the end was pretty rapid fire. Yeah. So like Aaron. Okay. So we didn't, did we talk about, we didn't talk about Aaron. We talked about Andrew though. Okay. I'm so confused. And there's two Andrews, isn't there? There's Andrew S and there's Andrew yeah. M. Yeah. So this yep. is Aaron. Okay. Right. Um, all these, like, all the names are the same. <laughs> it's really <laughs> it's, exhausting. It's hard. All these beefcakes like, blended together. It's not Andrew, it's Aaron. I'm like, oh, what a big difference. Okay, anyway, so. Cody's so, easy to remember, though, because he looks like he has an extensive flat brim hat collection. That's yeah, just the kind of vibe that he, he has. just looks like it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Aaron was the first person I talked about because he has the first bio. So favorite ha- holiday is Halloween, has one tattoo, biggest fears, rats and saber tooth tigers. That's Aaron. Okay. So here's the deal. Aaron came up to Cody, I think, and was like, I don't like you. Fair. And Cody was like, uh, random, uh, because it was like, how do you even know this guy and to know that you don't like him? It was just kind mm-hmm. of, it seemed out of the blue. It looked out of the blue on the show. Here's what Refinery29 has to say. That random Bachelorette premiere beef could be fitness bro drama. That's the name of the article if you want to look it mm. up. So basically, um, let's see. Believe it or not, the weirdest moment of the season 17 premiere of The Bachelorette was not the creepy RV tour <laughs> or the guy in the box. We didn't talk about the guy in the box, but he was actually pretty cute. Anyway. Uh, nor was it even when star Katie Thurston said she was on the fence about having kids to the guy with the kid. And he was like, cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, the strangest exchange was when the camera suddenly cut to 26 year old Aaron Clancy and 27 year old Cody Mink in the middle of a random fight without a single bit of context. Members of bachelor nation are even calling it the most random fight in bachelor franchise history. Anything to be the only thing in history. Okay. So Clancy and Mank, who audiences barely met, how you might recall them, one has good teeth <laughs> and the <laughs> other, <laughs> that's Aaron, he's got good teeth, and the other carries up around a blow-up doll. Uh, dramatically step aside to air out their unexplained beef. I don't like you, bro. Like, I've never liked you, Clancy says. And that's fine. We don't have to talk at all. And it's not my fault. I don't like you. Mank looks vaguely surprised. Well, you don't like me, so that is your fault, he replies. It cuts to his confessional where Mank says, I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Then it cuts back to the fight. I'm literally just telling you exactly what's up, Clancy says before walking away. 
Meg calls after him. All right. I don't agree with everything you said. I don't think there was a need for that at all. Um, and so a lot of the, so this was the tweet that I saw. Did I accidentally take a nap for the past 10 to 20 minutes and miss a well-explained and properly developed drama arc? Or was this truly the most random fight in Bachelor franchise history? That was from <laughs> Brett S. Vergara. Uh, uh, and then, uh, yeah, some other ones like, uh, so uh, Karishma Trivedi said, what the hell just went down with a guy fight grunting at doll boy? All I can find is that they're both from San Diego. Is this an Anna Chicago deal again? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me, and then the, the bachelor, uh, said me watching Aaron tell a complete stranger. He doesn't like him for no reason at all. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like so confused. Um, Oh, and Katie even tweeted, and she said, learning there was drama between Cody and Aaron on the first night, but why? <laughs> so she didn't <laughs> even know. Uh, so apparently, let's see. Um, the two are not only both from San Diego, but also both work in the workout world. So we might have witnessed some niche fitness bro drama. The two do not follow each other on Instagram, but they have a handful of mutual friends However, one particular coincidence stands out in a picture from January 2020, Mank is seen canoodling with a woman. Ooh. The caption reads, when you know, you know, yellow heart. She and Mank no longer follow each other, so we can assume they're no longer a thing. But she does follow Clancy. Mm. Maybe when Clancy said, it's not my fault, I don't like you, to Mank, he was referring to some romantic lady drama. Bachelor, look what you made me do. <laughs> Whatever's going on between them, it doesn't seem like it was resolved as quickly as it started. Behind the scenes rumors suggest the drama will continue throughout the season. Hopefully, though, they'll give us more information on what's actually going on. Maybe. That's quite the yeah. article. Wow. So, yeah, it was just like, he was just like, I don't like you. And he was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it's really an incredible thing to just go up to someone and say that. Powerful. I'm, I'm going to do that uh, someday. I'm just going to say, I, I don't like you, bro. I've like, I've never liked you and that's fine. We don't have to talk at all. And it's not my <laughs> fault. I don't like you. <laughs> and I'm going to say that exact thing and just walk away. Um, yeah, it's probably, I, that makes sense. The whole, if they're in the same city, you know, it's probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah. yeah. Fitness bro beef for sure. And then apparently, apparently Trey Cooper said, none of the beef, I'm vegetarian. Wah, wah. <laughs> I love Trey. Don't, don't. I love him. <laughs> love Trey. Okay. Why don't you marry him if you love him so much? Uh, maybe I will. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Justin. Yeah. Justin's a good one, I think. So. We'll see. That was a random fight. What else? What else happened? Yeah, oh, what about Blockhead Blake? He showed up. Well, he's hasn't shown up yet, right? He's no, he hasn't shown up. He, he's he, on the I, sneak should, peek. I should repeat or clarify. Yeah, he's he showed up in the in the final montage along with a couple other faces. It was the entire thing was edited masterfully to confuse, shock, and disgust the universe. It was wonderful. I'm frustrated because I liked Blake and I thought he was genuine, and now I think he's full of shit. <laughs> so that's what you did to your character, Blake. You just ruined it for me. Cause he was like, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm only here for Tejra, you know? And I was like, okay, well clearly not. So. No, 
Goodbye. Except for now. Now I'm here for a different person in a different place. So Change where, zip codes. <laughs> also, did they ever mention where they were staying? New Mexico. But what I don't, resort? Uh, I that I, I I think they said it in the very beginning, but I I did not write it down. Okay. I just know it's in New Mexico. Because I feel like when we were in Nima colon, uh, everybody knew that. Oh yeah, or Nima colon, or however you pronounce it. Yeah, um, they, they probably I, the New Mexico resort did not uh, bargain with them or you know negotiate the ability to have their name said every 10 seconds. Yeah, it's just like, this is what I love about, except Sammy still can't pronounce the name. Um, This is what I love about that resort in Pennsylvania. And And Needle Colon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I watched a bunch of their ads, so I guess it worked. But anyway, so, yeah, that was kind of strange. Like, I just said, the setup is weird. Like, the beginning of the episode was weird, but I was excited for Tasha and Caitlin because I... I mean, I never got why Caitlin got so much hate. I think Tasha and Caitlin are two of the most likable former Bachelorettes to ever grace yeah. the show. I just uh, think great. they're fantastic. I really like Caitlin because she's one of those people who will put her foot in her mouth but learn from it. So I mm-hmm. appreciate that about her. And Tasha's just like the best. Anyway, um, so that was what I felt about that. Oh, wait, did we talk about Brendan from Toronto? He's the hockey guy, but he now he's a full-time firefighter. Oh, yeah, that guy. He might do well. Um, I don't know. I got excited about him at the beginning, and then I like didn't care. What's the track record for Canadians on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Well, look at what's-his-face um, who just uh, had a kid with Astrid. Um, oh, my God. I'm like totally Kevin. 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 There you go. Kevin did pretty well. I mean, obviously. Um, but didn't, was he ever, he wasn't on, wasn't he just on Winter Games in the States? Did he mm. come from the Canadian Bachelor? At- yeah, I think I think he may have been an, uh, like an OG Canadian guy and then they just brought him over. He's got, he's got international appeal, you know. Yeah, yeah, with his like brow. Anyway, um, good for them though. They had a kid, that's nice. Um, okay, Brendan, here's, here's red flag with Brendan because I got excited. I was like, oh. He's Canadian, hockey guy, firefighter, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's my red flag in his bio. Really does not like vegetables. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Not interested. Not interested. You live in a, like one of the best food cities in the world. Yeah. Toronto then- has some of the best food you can get anywhere. And you're and you're closing yourself off to anything with vegetables. Uh, what apparently. Are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what do you do? Do you just eat poutine all day? Like, go away. I don't I'm not interested. OK, just because you live in uh, Hogtown uh, doesn't mean that that's all you need to eat. OK, just saying, just saying. Uh, yeah, I know stuff about Toronto. Yeah. 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 That's I'm cultured. Right. OK, that's right. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I got a Scout Pilgrim tattoo. Okay, I, I know yeah. I know a thing you know, or two. You know what I know about Toronto? I went there a few times when I was younger, and then one time I was stuck there on a layover from a flight from Europe. And you know what? I wanted to go back another time because there's a pizzeria that is based on Garfield, uh, and and they didn't license Garfield; they just opened it, pizza, and then pizza. it closed or no. during the pandemic. So there, oh. yeah. 
That's what? Yeah. Oh, there. Well, I just love that pizza pizza is a real place. Oh yeah, pizza pizza is good. I love that. I mean, pizza I don't know if it's good, but it's good when you're drunk. It's good. Uh, it's it's good. Uh, when you're watching Scott Pilgrim and you go, that can't be a real place, and then you walk past one yep. in Toronto and you go, ah, it's real. <laughs> that was my experience. <laughs> And then I saw, and then I saw a picture. I was in Kensington Market, and I was like outside of a bread, like a bakery, like a bread place. And mm. there was like a picture of Scott Pilgrim eating garlic bread. And I was like, "This is, I should live here." Anyway, <laughs> bread makes you fat. Uh, so anyway, Brendan doesn't like vegetables. Go away! Like you're 26, grow up and eat vegetables. Eat more vegetables. And you know what? Some vegetables, you, you get yourself some Brussels sprouts and you cook them with bacon. I mean, come on, man. Like, that's like, it's barely a vegetable at that point. So yeah, it's there's, just really there's a bridge not. that you can cross into vegetable land. Okay. Like saying you difficult. don't like vegetables is like saying you don't like music or, you know what I mean? It's like, that's so general. Like, how can you not like any music mm-hmm. or that you don't own a TV? Okay. Anyway, um. Except people who don't own TVs eat a lot of vegetables. <laughs> yeah, and they tell you about both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I think I'm dabbling in veganism. Uh, anyway, yeah. so let's see who else. Who else? I, I yeah, Greg's gonna go far, but I don't really get the appeal. Um, let's see. Oh, I wrote down that Katie needs a grown ass man, and then oh, and then when the truck came out the pickup truck came out oh yeah with the balls yeah when when taisha was like love a truck <laughs> i was like That's so brand love a truck just, just in general just a truck i love it <laughs> i love a man who drives a truck and i was like i can't imagine zach ever driving a truck what are you talking about love a yeah, truck well <laughs> i was like why'd you pick zach then he's not like a truck guy i mean i would be really shocked if zach was a truck guy. Sorry, Zach. Yeah, that, no. that would not and that's fine. I, Cause I don't care if you're a truck guy or not. So, um, I mostly associate trucks with like not great people. So <laughs> love a truck. Like what the, so random. Anyway, I did like, and, and I'm, I'm scrolling through to make sure. Yeah, it was Michael, wasn't it? Not Mike, but Michael. Oh God. There's, it's so confusing. I can't deal. There must be an easier way to identify all these guys anyway um let's see uh michael yeah so michael the dino nuggy has a four-year-old guy this i thought was actually really funny when he was like oh this is um a family heirloom it's been in my family for however many years and i wanted to give it to you and he's like just kidding <laughs> i actually thought that was kind of funny <laughs> not gonna happen <laughs> um and and I couldn't with the truck thing. And then when Trey came out in the middle that they were like, here, Tasha, Caitlin, quick, eat popcorn. I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, that was weird. Yeah. The long hug disturbed me. And oh, yeah. Andrew was the one who came out in that oldie timey car as well. Yeah, there's a lot of I don't that know. Was, like, I felt like a lot of the gimmicks weren't like that big of a deal this this year, but everybody got mad about the cat in the box. And I was like, why? That like really wasn't cat was that fun. ridiculous. The box was just stupid because I mean, gosh, how uncomfortable did that guy have to be? Plus, I would want to fall asleep because this goes very late into the night. 
when they when they first meet the uh you know the contestants so uh yeah the box was silly the cat was silly they were both fine at least they're entertaining engaging things we haven't seen before man pulls up in cool car come on that's so lazy so yeah lazy. well but then he was like oh well, british accent oh mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and he's like i'm from vienna and it's like no you're not if you were from <laughs> vienna why would you have a british accent you really didn't think this year. If you can, okay, here's, all right, Andrew, here's my beef with you. If you can imitate, um, you know, accents from around the globe, mm-hmm. then do an Austrian accent. <laughs> if you yeah. say you're from Austria. Um, so I just checked my text to see who my mom, my mom likes Greg. Um, and she did not like the cat, Connor. She she thought, she thought he sucked. Um, well, I'm Sorry worried about the you, Sammy's mom. I'm worried about the musician thing. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, but should she, always be worried about musicians. She said her that. other favorite is Justin, the painter, and so that's a good one. I I think Justin is gonna do well. We didn't talk about him a ton, but I do think he's gonna do well. Um, we just don't know a lot about him. God, the RV thing was so the like the worst idea ever. I don't know why Jeff thought it was a good idea to not clean his RV. Yeah. That's and then, super gross. And then super to disgusting. say, this is the cleanest you're ever going to see it. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Not good. Ugh, really, really cringy. And it's like, he's trying to be Dean, but who can really be Dean except for Dean's dad? The, the fewer people, the better. <laughs> But it's like, you know, that Dean is that guy who like Pinterested out his van. Oh, yeah, sure. So it's not the same. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, Mm -hmm. I'm an influencer in a van. And Jeff's like, I've got I've got this RV because I sell skin. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I sell skin. Here's my blanket that smells like hot dogs. Great. (laughs) It's just like, that's really immature. You know, it's it's really I and just I have high standards for my skin salesman. I've always said that. <laughs> but all animals love him when he lures them to his RV. Oh God. I just someone said, I just feel like all animals love him and skin salesmen cancel each other out. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Uh, I just can't. I just can't. Um oh also. We barely saw Christian on this show. Hold on. Let me. I don't even know if I. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Christian. Oh, he was the one from Boston. But when he spoke at one point, he sounded Australian. And I was like really confused. Okay. He's the he's the Bostonian. And they were like they were doing that khakis khakis thing. Loves parades. Shut up. Nobody loves parades. You suck. Um, have you ever been to the Racine 4th yes, of July yes, parade? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, that's the only exception. I knew you were going to say that. As soon as I said that, I was like, wait, I said that to you. Um, that's right. That's Racine, right. Racine does all that stuff right, though. They do oh, parades, yeah. right? They do, I mean, First Fridays is like one of the best things. Like, they just do that stuff right. They just get yeah. it. But um, but this guy loves like, a, you know, a Barnum and Bailey parade or something. And yeah, he doesn't like cool parade. He, no. he he's one of those people who's just like, we got to watch the Macy's Day parade on TV. No. Yeah, he's not like Shut up. he's not like I love pride parades. You know what I mean? Like he's just no. not uh, dreams of driving the Batmobile again, an attainable goal. 
Yeah, you can very do that. attainable. You can do that. You can. You want you a, can, a Batmobile? I'll get you a Batmobile by noon tomorrow. The Drew Carey show showed us that you can drive a Batmobile. That's a deep cut. All right. Um, rocked a faux hawk in his younger days. Couldn't do the mohawk. No. But he could do a faux hawk. That's so weak, Saz. A faux hawk is, is just a, it's a mohawk without any effort. That's all it is. It's someone so, who didn't comb up their mohawk. So it right. just flops around. Well, no, a faux hawk is like you didn't do all of the shaving to make it a mohawk. Yeah, it's lazy. Yeah. It's not it's not like up. It's just it's down. You didn't shave. It's basically it's like if you it looks like a horse, like a horse mane uh, or a like an aggressively overcut mullet. I don't think it should even be called a faux hawk. It's it's really it's it is. It's lazy at a the good, end of the day. A good comment is. Is actually two 14 year old boys with one sitting on the other's shoulders wearing a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, big parade guy. So that was one of the comments. Big parade guy. <laughs> Love them. Oh my God. Yeah, it's just really. And then someone said, totally giving me Jason Siegel vibes, which is offensive to Jason Siegel. And I want you to take that back. They don't look anything alike. <laughs> Go screw yourself. Um, all right. Uh, Katie gets a standing ovation. That was kind of fun. Um, the Boston guy was really sweaty. I don't remember what guy brought out his crystals, but whoever that was, I really dug. He was just like, this is, this is soda light and this is pirate. And I thought it was like, I thought it was going to be like a, like a gimmick. Like, like I thought he was going to use a pun no, he's or something. just a crystal guy. That's just And he thing. was just like, and these are all my crystals. I don't remember. Do you remember who that was? No, I don't. I, I, I remember the crystals. I do not remember which one. He's part of the amorphous blob of man from the episode. Yeah, I don't know. Ten if people any, blending together. Somebody, somebody is like yelling at the at the, uh, in their car right now going, it was this one. But anyway, some, I just love that one guy was like, here's all my crystals. Maybe it was even Brandon. No, probably not. He doesn't seem like a crystal guy. Uh, but that I thought was kind of funny because he just was like earnestly showing his crystals to her. It was just kind of sweet. Like I just thought it was kind of cute anyway. Is, and is that your ideal first date, Sammy? I, yeah. I don't really want to, I don't really want to have to think about it too much. Just, you know, I would rather you show me your rocks than think about getting your rocks off. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, maybe it was Marty. I don't know. Cause he's got an earring. I know the guy who was, who was talking to her had an earring and I'm like mm -hmm. looking through these going, it was a guy with an earring or wait, was it? It wasn't Courtney. Was it? No, it, I would have known if it was Courtney. I would have noticed that right away. It was some guy we didn't see very much. So it wasn't, no. I, I think maybe it was, it was Marty. Uh, God, I, I'll, I'll have to look back. I'll update you all next week. Just kidding. I will have forgotten by then. Uh, but some, some guy had an earring and was really into crystals hmm. and I thought it was sweet. Um, anything else? I don't know. Oh yeah. This is another, my problem with cat guy, Connor. Like I said, pick one thing. Okay, first he's like a math teacher, and then he's yeah. a musician in Nashville, and then he's a cat, and then he was also like, let's do big. And he's like, here's a keyboard we can jump on. And I was just like, this is too much. He's the keyboard cat. Come like on. Too many props, too many props. No, Connor, he, he contains multitudes, all right? There's just these layers and layers to his personality. 
I don't You'll know. See. We'll, we'll see. He's probably we'll... going to turn out to be a trash goblin like everybody else on this show. But I like I like the first few weeks because um, one, Our I forget who everyone is. A lot, yeah. Yeah. Two, my opinion changes wildly, which makes us look like inconsistent idiot assholes. And yeah. three, I inevitably say something like, <laughs> "Wow, she's just so pretty and nice, and I think she's going to do great, and she just seems like a perfect fit." And then, like six weeks later, uh, Rachel Kirkcaldle is racist, and I'm like, "Wow, I saw that coming." Oh, I'm smart. <laughs> we said so many nice things about Rachel because we hadn't I read any did. of the. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. here we go. Okay, wait here. Uh, and okay, entertain Entertainment Weekly has us covered. They talk about the crystals. Then I can find out who it was because I really want to know. Um, it was Marty. It was Marty. Oh, I'm so smart. Okay. Oh, uh, little Marty. So Marty, we barely see on the show, um, but he was just sitting there. He took out a bag of crystals and he's just like, here's this one. And here's this one. Uh, it was so sweet. It was really, really sweet. So, um, oh my gosh. And this is something I didn't. Oh yeah. I guess I didn't realize I missed the, um, I missed the pasta necklace thing from Greg too. I totally missed that. That he gave Katie oh, a pasta yeah. necklace. And he was like, it's not real gold, by the way. It's, it's like gold. pasta. Macaroni. It's pasta. <laughs> uh, anyway, Marty prefers to watch movies indoors, which. Uh, I mean, that's like the default <laughs> setting, I believe. So you're, you're in good shape. <laughs> he loves horseback riding. And oh, so he's the opposite of that guy he, from Texas. He has ridden a horse. And he enjoys it. And he's from Reno. It makes sense. Right? But the other guy's from Dallas. He should also. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, the way into his heart is through a good bottle of cologne. What? Uh, maybe, makes as long, me smell good. As long as he's not that one guy. Uh, oh, my gosh. What was his oh, name? Oh, the, the, the scent master or whatever. Oh, and, and he sucked so bad. Yeah, he's and then awful. he was just like, I love you. And she's like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I hated him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Marty is from Reno and he's a dancer. Oh. And I want to know more about Marty, but I just have yeah. a feeling we're not going to get to know gonna, him. Are you are you like a dancer dancer? Are you like a, a dancing with the stars kind of dancer or so you, th you think you can dance kind of dancer? Or are you like a like a dancer? If you know what I mean, because you you are in Reno, Marty. So I Wait, just want to know. Home. Oh, so we're not going to know. We're if not going to get to know anything about Marty. I want I want a controversy like uh, on the last season of The Bachelor, where they tried to railroad that poor woman from Chicago by saying she was like a, a stripper, whore, prostitute, something, something. Uh, I, I want everybody to get mad at Marty for being a male exotic dancer at the Reno Chippendales. I just, okay, here's the thing that's so sweet. I feel like, so Marty is like the low-key grocery store Joe of the season. This is what Whoa. I just found out. Um, okay, but Marty pulling out a bag of crystals and naming them for her was so cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, not Marty. So much missed potential for cool outfits and crystals. She did not just send Marty home after he brought you crystals. <laughs> So people like Marty. I'm not the only one who was like, oh, that was so I just didn't realize who it was. But I figured I couldn't see anybody else with an earring that was as prominent as Marty's. So I figured it was him. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. And he's got he's got an Instagram, but he doesn't even use it. 
He's got no. He doesn't need to. He's too busy Um, healing people through the power of crystals. I want to know more about him. So, like, do you think he had a rock tumbler as a child? Oh wait, here he is. Here he is. Oh my god, here he is. He's got a different Instagram. He's a Taurus. Oh my god, that's why I like him so much. (laughs) Aww, that's so sweet. Fitness. I like how we're we're coming at Marty from two completely different places. I absolutely love Marty, and you're like, I like making the fun silly of him. stripper man, and you're like, he's a crystal guy. <laughs> okay, his most recent photo, twenty hours ago, is just he's got selenite, which I have on my bookshelf, and I'm looking at right now. Okay, <laughs> how are you more crystally than I knew ever? Like this is. <laughs> Um, God. we were going to go to that crystal class together. Are you forgetting that? Yeah, but now I, now I'm realizing we had different motivations for going. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I got, I became a certified yoga teacher in that time. All right. You're I got right. to You're know about crystals, crystals and chakras and all that stuff. <laughs> and I'm putting on my chakra bracelet right now and you can just, I, st- I still want to take a class on crystals if we anyone's will. interested. We definitely will. Um, but he's got a whole list of, he's got like way more crystals than I do. Um, I have like maybe 10. He's got like 30. I don't know. It's a lot. What's the, wait, what's the level of like crystal acceptability before you you're mean? like a crystal person? So like, I, I mean, there's I people like who own crystals. Crystal. Yeah. I feel like I'm a person who owns crystals, but I'm not a crystal person. Yeah. 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 I would agree with that. Yeah. So there's 10 the cutoff, do you think? Or like uh, a dozen? You get a dozen I crystals I think and it's then the shit gets s- weird? I think it's the size and the intention as well. Um, okay. I think that that I actually would though, and we've actually talked about it. Uh, Tuck and I have talked about buying a really big selenite lamp because you mm-hmm. can actually get like illuminated selenite, and they're really really cool because they come in like pillar form basically. So he uh-huh. got me a pretty big one, but it's not like lamp size. But we've been talking about it. So okay, maybe I will become a crystal person. <laughs> <laughs> I like Marty. I like Marty. I he seems like a like a good dude, really sweet. And I actually am surprised he got sent home because he's like very good looking as well. Um, but he is like hmm. he is like law of attraction type of dude, which sometimes I like and sometimes I don't. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but he's in I, Reno. I would like to see the story of Marty play out a little bit more. That much I'll say. Yeah, he seems sweet. You know what? He might end up on Paradise, though. Because, al- along with my vampire boy. Yeah, I think in terms of, like, week one people getting sent home, Marty makes a lot of sense because he is... Okay, I just found a picture of him holding a stack of books, including The Secret, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not Certified a big fan Crystal of The Man. Secret. Okay, Um <laughs> But but he's got he's like he's wearing snakeskin boots, acid wash jeans, ooh, a red hoodie with a mm. chain. He's got his long dangly earring, and he's like straddling like the seat, and the books are like in between his legs. Basically, he's holding them between his legs, and he's got all of his like bracelets on and stuff too. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, and here are his hashtags real quick. And I know you have to go, so I'll make this quick. Um, we're going to close with, we're going to close with uh, uh, wisdom from Marty from April 30th on his Instagram. Uh, you can find him at Marty Mar, and there's two underscores between Marty and Mar. 
Okay. All right. Uh, I finally did it. I was not, I was usually not one to read books, but over the past few months, something in me clicked and I took interest in solidifying my mindset to get the positive outcomes that I wanted. I let these books consume me every day and I took the practices mentioned in the books and applied them to my daily routine. I'm grateful for the positive change in my life and I'm grateful for life itself and these books. The work still continues and there is still more books to read. Nerdy face stack of books. All you need is change. How are you bettering yourself each day? And most importantly, what are you grateful for? Hashtag Ooh. grateful, hashtag gratitude, hashtag law of attraction, hashtag I love reading, hashtag motivated, hashtag determined, hashtag blessed, hashtag proactive, hashtag keep working, hashtag motivational books, hashtag mindset, hashtag selenite, hashtag singing bowl, hashtag manifestation, hashtag manifest. And I say this being someone who has books like this, selenite and a singing bowl. So I am, (laughs) (laughs) I am in a glass house. Um, no, I just, I can't figure out Marty. And I think it's fun. Acid wash jeans, snakeskin boots, and the secret. I just love it. I want to know more about you, Marty. I really do. You are an oh, enigma Marty. wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in snakeskin boots, my friend. And I am sad you left first week. But he's yeah. attractive and interesting enough. Um, and it looks like he's done ma- modeling and stuff as well uh, that he could definitely um, make it to paradise. So, well, Marty, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour out some quartz for you tonight, buddy. I'd- <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I wish I had something clever to say to him, but I don't. I don't know enough about quartz. <laughs> I don't know anything. So I know See, that's that the difference rose between quartz you and me, is, is like a Taurus stone. Is it okay? Well, yeah, I, yeah, I oh, totally he's a know, I didn't know that. There you go, See? rose quartz, rose quartz. Yeah. Mm. See, and if, if you're just tuning into the show for the first time, uh, I talk without thinking, and Sammy thinks and then talks, and that's that's really our dynamic. <laughs> that's our dynamic. All right, everyone. Well, stay tuned. We've got so many episodes to go. We are going to change our minds completely by next week, and the people that we love right now, we're going to say they suck because that's the way the show goes. But that works. But listen, take care of yourselves, um, stay healthy, and um, buy some crystals and move to Reno. (laughs) Just don't do needle drugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Buy some fucking crystals. I was trying for like a new outro, but... (laughs) No, because you watch. As soon as we tell people to... uh, we stop telling people to not do needle drugs. 